You're listening to Chameleon Church. Biblical antidotes for the modern man. With your host, Alan Aguirre. A Faceless Gen production. three weeks have been pretty crazy so yeah it's been a pretty wild three weeks and then what do we have what are we coming up we have october oh halloween oh wait sorry <laughs> then we pretty much have nothing very much to do and then we have then isn't it like thanksgiving and, and hanukkah like overlapping this year that's a little weird uh let's go to proverbs I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about today, but um, this was this kind of came up conveniently during my nap. Proverbs chapter twenty-eight. See how easy that was. What's today's date? The twenty-eight. Yay! Let's go to verse four. Give you a couple seconds to get to it. As you know, uh, I like doing this real kind of low-key and. If you have any questions, interaction, blah, 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 but keep it to a you know, minimum, don't, don't freak out. Proverbs 28.4, those who abandon Torah praise the wicked, but those who keep Torah fight them. Those who abandon Torah, who have nothing to do with Torah, they don't observe it, they don't recognize it, they don't submit to it, they praise the wicked. And those who keep Torah, or observe it, keep the commandments, fight them. I just wanted to kind of break it down a little bit tonight, give some thoughts to it all. Torah, what is Torah? Torah, the observance of keeping the commandments, God's way, God's... His path for us, His way for us, His precepts, His established order of how we are to live life. Now, give me a couple examples of what would be considered or fall under keeping the commandments or Torah. Go ahead, just, just shout them out. Sabbath, eating biblically. Not wearing mixed fibers. I mean, I can keep going. Oh, yeah. We've got 600 to pick from here. Right, tassels. Any, anything else? Oh, how about on this side? Right, don't steal. Don't lie. Don't lie. Loving one another. Loving one another. Do good. Doing good. Your Honoring your parents, right? There's two of them there. Yeah. So, keeping the commandments, you know, the Ten Commandments, love God, love your neighbor. What about little subtle things that are going to be really easy for us to, well, not do? Honoring each other. Esteeming the other person higher than yourself. Considering the other person more than yourself. 
kind of like, I don't know, women and children eat first at our community events. We like to honor the women and the children in the house, for an example. Honoring one another, honoring each other. Women and children eat first. That's what we say. Opening the door for a lady. Proverbs said you stand up when a man with gray hair walks in. Honor. And so when we don't honor each other or we dishonor the house or dishonor the community, that's breaking the commandments. That's dishonoring God. That's rebellion. That's witchcraft. We can break it all down. What else? Saffron said eating biblically. There's one that says, if I find your ox or your cattle or wandering in the road, I have to take it back to your property and put it back into its pen and close the gate. Common sense stuff that we as humans should already be doing unto the Lord and among ourselves. Not cutting people off on the highway, not flipping them off on the highway. I was at the fly shop the other day, I think yesterday. I like going in there and hanging out because, you know, I'm building a relationship with these people. And we were talking about doing a double rig when you've got a leader tied onto the actual hook of another fly at top water. And so you've got a fly, and then on that hook, another line with another fly. I have this fly, but I don't have this fly. I'll take a couple of those flies. They're real small things, you know. <laughs> so I'm, we're sitting there talking. Um, you know, I've got them in the little case. And they like asking, you know, so you're with the church here, aren't you? Yeah, it's, it's such an easy conversation. You know, why are you here? Oh, I'm here with the church. Park City, the branch. You speak in Mountain Vineyard, blah, blah, blah. It's just so easy. It's, it's really too easy. So they want to know about the church. Obviously, it's not LDS. I've got tattoos, piercings, dreadlocks. Unless I'm, like, super Jack Mormon. And um, <laughs> so they want to know about all that kind of stuff. So we, so we get to talk about it. Non-denominational, spirit-filled. We're all about the roots of our faith that are Hebraic get to have these conversations. They're really easy to have these conversations and I really enjoy them. And so we chat. I want to know a little bit about what we're all about. They, so what do, you, do you have a problem? Do you have a hard time interacting with Mormons here in town? No, not at all. You know, Give them some examples of some of the people that I know and how we interact with each other. You know, How we talk about faith, their faith, our faith, the differences or the similarities. And I was about to leave and I, but before I even took that step to leave I remembered I haven't been paid for these yet. I go, hey, I need, to, I need to pay for these. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he says something like, you know, I, I always just don't, I never want to charge you because you're so nice or something like that, the one, the one guy. And I'm like, yeah, well, and he goes, well, yeah, you don't want to be a hypocrite because we were, we were talking about hypocrisy. And I'm like, I'm like, well, not just that. It would be against the law. I'm thinking God's law, but it would also be, you know, it would be illegal for me to walk out. And So I, I get, always get a discount. You know, they'll throw in a couple flies for free and stuff. But the little subtleties in our little, in our little lives, in our little circles of the various ways we can break the commandments, how we cannot be observant, are, are, don't have to be this big, huge stuff like lying, murder, adultery, fornication, factionalism. It doesn't have to be that kind of big stuff. It can be real small, subtle things like not honoring our women and our children during food in our community events. Something very simple as that. If, if you go into the restroom and you see a, a little bit of uh, the paper towel mess on the floor, and if you leave without picking that up, 
Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see the point I'm getting at? We've been, we've spent, we've been here seven months now. We've been hammering this stuff for seven months. Heavy-duty stuff. Hardcore stuff. The fees. Breaking down the fees. Talking about the kingdom of heaven. I mean, real, I mean you know, kind of meaty stuff. You're probably still picking meat out of your teeth. So I thought, well, let's, what's the other side of that? The little things. The small things. The attitudes of your heart. The things that are easier to get away with, seemingly, because they're so superficial, maybe. And they're, they're just as important. I would think even more important. Because that's who you are at three in the morning by yourself in the mirror. It reflects your heart. It's your heart. Winnie does a, a, an amazing... She'll come over for Shabbat and she'll bring, you know paper towels and napkins and like all this stuff, cups, you know, for the community. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's rad. She doesn't have to do that, but she does because she goes, you know, because she knows. Costco, they would actually have to go down the mountain to go to Costco. I'm going to save them a trip. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like she comes and she blesses our house. And so we have paper products, so we don't have to worry about that and, because we use a lot of paper products because we have a bunch of people. We've had over... 45 people, I think, stay with us in the last three weeks. At least, I would think. I mean, the bands, another family. I mean, that's a lot of people. Our houses always see a lot of traffic. Uh, This is just the way we live. Ever since Burbank, our house is open to, you know, well, not you guys. Just kidding. But see, little things like that, bringing paper products, that's huge. Can you think of anything else in those lines? The subtle ways we could be breaking or keeping God's way. Get some ideas here. Yeah. Yeah. Or can I help you with that? See a, an older gentleman or a lady with something. I always do that. Can I help you with that? They get scared. Yeah, that's right. And see this crazy guy. Ah, you know. Exactly. And you know, this is what he was trying to explain to the right. Pharisees or whoever those Right. It was the heart of the. It was the heart of the spirit yeah, of God's. Spirit. Is it okay to do good on the Sabbath? Right. And that's that's still a, an issue for for some. Oh, you can't you can't lead worship. On the Sabbath, you're working. We've been told that a lot. Well, no, we're not actually working. We're not getting paid for it. We're leading people in worship, praying for them, leading them in communion. It's okay to do good on the Sabbath. No, you're working. You're in a band and you're da 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 whatever. Cleaning the carpets, that's a mitzvah. These are called mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are... Good deeds. Good deeds, yeah. That's a mitzvah. Remember that little song the kids sang? That's a mitzvah. Yeah, cleaning your room. We were doing the conjunction of this fall feast. So that meant for us, Wednesday night was a, was a high Sabbath for the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. And my friend in Boise uh, came home from work and he took a picture of his freezer. Look what, look what I came home to. His wife had left a Diet Coke in the freezer and it blew up. So there's Diet Coke all over the freezer. And I go, well, dude, you need to, you know, don't chop her head off. Don't bite her head off. Um, get her another one and clean it up. Well, she's not here right now. She's with the kids. I'm like, well, be sure to clean it up before she gets home. He goes, well, my neighbor's on his way over here to, 
to have Sabbath. You know, I, I, it's the Sabbath. It'll have to wait till Saturday night. And I'm like, really? So you're not going to go get your sheep out of the ditch because it's the Sabbath? And he's like, oh, I guess I know what I have to do. I'm like, yeah, clean that damn thing up. <laughs> it's a mitzvah. Bless you. What? Uh, I said the D word. That was that way. <laughs> Clean that darn thing up. Better? Sorry for our guests. I'm a real guy. <laughs> so I encouraged them clean the, the mess up before you. There you go. <laughs> and I got a bunch of beavers. <laughs> See, little things like that. That's a good thing. Asa, can you think of one? You do a lot of them. For four months, this man served me every Sunday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free, out of the goodness of his heart, at Park Silly Market. That's an example. Digging foliage out on the property. It's good stuff. We need to think like that, I think, sometimes. What are the small things, the subtle things that are not going to be necessarily, you know, ooh. The ones we can get away with a lot easier. Does that make sense? Keep those in mind. Here's another little verse I want to share. It's in Proverbs, the same chapter, five verses later. See that one? If a person will not listen to Torah, even his prayer is an abomination. That's some heavy stuff, man. This is heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. If you don't observe Torah, you praise the wicked. And if you don't listen to Torah or observe it or keep it, heed it, then your prayer, even your prayer, is an abomination. But who's fooling who? We don't have to do any of this stuff. It's just for Jews. I don't like reading these verses. Here's why. I've been saved 33 years, almost 34 years. I have a massive amount of Christian friends all over the world. And 99% of them don't agree with this. And it's scary to me. It's terrifying to me. There's a lot of people that I love. And they don't heed the commandments. They use Paul to dispute Jesus' red letters of, if you love me, keep the commandments. Paul doesn't trump Jesus. Paul didn't save me. Paul is not Messiah. Whatever he taught, whatever you think he's writing about, doesn't trump Jesus or Moses. Jesus defers to Moses all throughout the Gospels. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And it's unfortunate. I want all of your prayers to be heard by the Lord, by our Father. I don't want him to hit the ceiling and bounce back. I want him to punch a hole in the sky. Good way for that to happen is for you to heed his commandments. And his way, his mandates, his precepts. 
That way your prayers won't be an abomination. And you won't praise the wicked. And it's not enough to do it on just the Shabbat or when we get together as a community camping for a feast. That's not enough. You have to do that. We're not going to see another feast day except for our community Shabbats. Besides that, our next feast day is in the spring until Passover. We've got months to go until Passover. So what are you going to do for the next four or five months? We're not going to have a feast. It's on you to maintain these things. To maintain this heart attitude with your God and with your family, your friends and the people around you in in your circle of life. The workplace and the lady at the checkout counter. The waiter, the waitress. You know, I'm doing a lot better with waiters and waitresses. It's the telephone call people. Customer service or tech support. Those guys I'm losing my mind with. Well, it's not that I'm losing my mind, but I'm I'm frustrated with them. It's not like I call them names or nothing, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm snarky. Yeah. Does that make sense? The little things, not necessarily the big things, because it's our heart. These are the invisible things. Thinking instead of doing. <laughs> Do you like that one? Think of different ways that, little ways that you can come up with to bless somebody this week. Something you would normally not do. Don't get weird. It's not about being weird. (laughs) Don't get weird. Be practical. Be biblical. Be like Jesus, right? We're supposed to be imitators of Jesus. Give somebody a cool drink. Someone's struggling for that change. Slip them, put the dollar or whatever on the counter. Take care of it so they can be on their way. You've seen that when your guy in front of you is freaking out. Take care of it. Little things like that. I'm not saying, oh, go run to a gas pump and swipe your card and let them fill it up. I mean, if you want, awesome, go do that. I'm talking about subtle, little subtle things. Because if we take habitual sin, for example, habitual sin is something that it's so easy to just, it becomes your norm. Oh, we got these big sins that we're not going to do and we're going to avoid, but what about your habitual sins, the little things? That's what's going to kill you. That's the cancer. That's the virus. In the same way, the little subtle ways we don't honor the Lord by keeping His mitzvahs or His mandates or His precepts or His way, His heart, man, that'll backfire on you as well. Don't think that this is saying that if if you do these big things, then your prayer is an abomination. Man, come on. If we read the Bible properly, it's the little things. Moses is in Egypt for 40 years. He's watching sheep on the back of the mountain for another 40 years. That's 80 years of prep to watch these people for 40 years. That's 120 years. And he doesn't enter the promised land because he misrepresented God 100 times? 50 times? Once. Pretty intense. That's the God we serve. He's intense. He's serious. He's so serious that even your prayer is an abomination if you don't keep His way. And that you praise the wicked if you don't keep His way. That's how intense this is. It's serious. It's not a little cutesy whatever. It's not about singing Shabbat Shalom and eating challah. 
If that's what you think this is about, you haven't heard anything we've been telling you for the last couple, two or three years. But you know that's not what it's about, right? You know it's about how you live your life. So I want to encourage you to look for little subtle ways on how you can observe the Torah this week in ways you haven't thought of. Opening doors. I don't know what it is that you do in your weekly life. But I think you all understand what I'm talking about, right? You all get it? Awesome. Yeah, that's right. So let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I pray for quickening. Pray for your spirit, Father God, to quicken us to reveal, Father, treasure hunting. It's like treasure hunting. Give us divine appointments on people that we can bless or in situations that we can manifest your way, your nature this week, Father God. Pray for protection over finances, over vehicles, over, your, over bodies, your health. Pray blessings over your health. And that may Adonai keep you and shine His face upon you. Bring you peace. His peace over you. In Jesus' name. Amen.